मनी मंत्रा क्योंकि बॉस पैसा है तो सब कुछ है Have you ever noticed small companies taking similar decisions to larger companies just because they believe that a large group cannot be wrong or have you ever been in a situation where you tend to make decisions in a way that allows you to avoid feeling emotional pain in the event of an adverse outcome Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Money Mantra where we talk about how psychology can influence investors to make financial decisions both individually and as a whole based on various aspects like nationality self interest and perfect information of traditional economic theory trust me it isn't as boring as it sounds well at least i hope it doesn't go that way because honestly this entire concept of behavioral finance seems like it can't really be implemented in real life doesn't it honestly if you think about it since school we have always assumed humans to be rational investors haven't we it was literally one of the many assumptions of any economic theory that we studied at school but we can't always expect humans to be completely rational right i mean sure there might be some i don't know biases which might influence their decision but don't these moods of the market seem kind of strange to you i mean can we even predict or comprehend these market sentiments well this is exactly where behavioral finance comes in instead of treating investors as rational this concept treats them as normal taking into account the fact that humans have limits to the self control and can make cognitive errors that can lead to incorrigible mistakes but how exactly do you think this comes into picture i mean does psychology always have a role to play at all decisions we undertake not necessarily however behavioral finance often seeks an understanding of the impact of the personal biases on investors for starters you have the loss aversion bias and as the name suggests it's basically the tendency of investors to avoid loss over maximizing gain i mean that sounds like the right thing to do by every person leave alone investing you know what happened last week so seema auntie came to my place with her annoying little daughter and as much as i hate being around over dramatic kids i had to be all sweet and polite to her ha huh. how is this in any way related to behavioral finance though are suno to so i had to be all sweet and act responsible around this kid because apparently seema auntie is always generous on her way back home and she gave me 2000 bucks as she left later the same week sunita auntie gave me 3000 bucks but i lost 1000 rupees to my brother during the last cricket match because of that stupid archer Now even though I had 2000 rupees as I did before I felt a lot sadder losing the remaining money than being happy over receiving the same amount before is this what the loss aversion bias is that could have been implemented for an investor I mean I don't know what to say how do you even look at situations like these from such a bunya point of view um hello Not that I'm not offended by that, Aditya, but wouldn't you feel the same way had you been in my shoes? Yes, yes. Okay, agreed. And well, yes, the same happens while investing. If I, as an investor, invest thousand rupees on a company stock and sell it for two thousand, I would get a two x return, which is honestly not bad. But after I sell the stock and it reaches a high of three thousand and again corrects itself to two thousand later. The opportunity of losing that extra one thousand would definitely be more painful than the joy of raking in that two x return. However, I honestly feel that investors can actually overcome this bias. In certain situations, if they have a broad overall portfolio perspective rather than based on individual investments, they will have a mix of well-performing as well as underperforming assets. 
won't that finally help them definitely it would but there's not just one bias they are subjected to we then have something known as the herd mentality bias it's basically a phenomenon of trying to replicate what others are doing other than charting our own path seeing everyone invest in a bull market we to invest our money with little or no knowledge to get rich quicker after all we are afraid to miss out or get left out yeah so basically investments made just to avoid having fomo right you know what this reminds me of the dot com bubble burst of the it companies we studied last semester really what was it about yeah so basically around the time of the late 90s early 2000s many companies saw the impact of the internet on generating companies revenue which led to a wild speculation that public internet companies were sold on the stock exchange and companies which were not generating any revenue were abruptly valued high these dot com bubbles which seemingly sent positive signals to the investors before burst like the others when the investors understood that they were clouded by irrational herd mentality Oh so this would have led to a decline in the market prices of these companies causing huge losses to investors due to a speculation. Mm. Yes this is exactly what herd mentality bias can do to companies. The only way to beat this bias would be if investors would have a good and firm asset allocation one that is well balanced and suits their risk appetite on the basis of their goals and objectives. I mean that sounds like the right thing to do. I think I get what you're trying to say. Chalo it was great talking to you Aditya. Huh? We are not done yet. There are other biases you should be aware of. Oh god, how naive are investors? Not just naive Nishtha. Investors also tend to always look out for shortcuts, even if that means putting in big bucks into risky ventures. Huh? What do you mean exactly? Yeah, so the availability bias is what comes next. It's like a mental shortcut for the investors where they easily rely on information that is readily available overestimating their emphasis and likelihood like winning the lottery or expecting your plane to crash. Oh, so basically overthinking about events which won't likely happen and then overreacting about it. Sounds a lot like me. Haha. <laughs> for investors, they are not necessarily positive. Negative events are always on the top of their minds. Yeah so something like what happened last year when the stupid lockdown began nifty plummeted because of the dreadful emergence of covid by nearly 25% and i guess it rose from 7600 something to 11500 and then again got corrected to 10000 something causing people to think that another crash was coming however it didn't and nifty actually doubled to levels of 15000 plus sandeep uncle seema aunty's husband still regrets that Well exactly that this bias kind of makes investors believe that risk is more than what it actually is and the only way to deal with this bias is to ignore the noise around and do your own research totally preach this mantra ignorance is such a bliss totally also nishtha have you ever thought about how we sometimes mentally sort our funds into separate accounts in our mind when we spend money Okay Aditya don't call me over dramatic but I think I have something in my mind which might sound a little bit similar to this Okay go ahead Yeah so my dad gave me an allowance of 5000 rupees last week when I was about to go out but when I received the same amount from Seema aunty and Sunita aunty I eagerly rushed out and bought the most impractical and outlandish things I could think of which now I think was because well it wasn't really the hard earned money my dad gave me and also kind of an unexpected gesture to receive you know does this have anything to do with my mind separating my relative's pay off with the one that my dad gave me 
exactly that's what now if i talk about this from a business point of view let's say a salaried employee earns 1 lakh rupees per month equaling to 12 lakh rupees a year let's say he inherits his grandma's wealth of the same amount now he is more likely to invest this money in riskier ventures rather than his own salary because he has an emotional attachment with his hard earned money i feel that this could only be avoided if you know every individual has a goal based investment approach you know just attaching a goal to a particular investment that way they'd automatically allocate that money towards a particular bias exactly this could only be kept in check by doing this and this brings us to the last personal bias the recency bias so this basically is the tendency of investors to weigh more recent events higher than those in the near or distant past this often causes them to shift to more popular asset classes in recent times hmm i think i can think of a good example for this um i hope it doesn't have anything to do with seema aunty na <laughs> no no i think the most simple example that i can think of in the stock market is when a trader is on a losing streak even if he has made a profit on 24 of his last 30 trades he will have a distorted view and end up making emotional mistakes taking into consideration that he has lost the last ticks on the other hand if a trader who has won only 7 of his last 30 trades he will still be happy if the last 7 all went in the right direction however he is also likely to get a sense of overconfidence and not stick to his trading plan resulting in huge losses Well, I have a feeling that we are finally on the same page. This is what the recency effect can do. And the best way to overcome this is to always keep a track record of your asset allocation strategy, measure its performance and be open to change when faced with conflicting outcomes. Exactly. Because if we get swayed easily by this bias, it would lead us to allocate extremely high funds or extremely low funds to overperforming and underperforming asset classes. leading to inappropriate asset allocation and well risk imbalance exactly it's still impractical to believe that humans can steer clear of all these biases completely these wide range of cognitive biases and emotions that are amplified in adverse situations will lead to inconsistent decisions talking of adverse situations this current situation that the covid pandemic has put us in will also have its effect on our behavior and i am afraid that this might leave a permanent mark on the way all of us save spend and invest particularly among the young people who will come of age during the pandemic on that note i think it would be the right time for our much awaited jingle Spotify लगा के जो तूने मारा तो 
Ending on that note, on behalf of Team Mani Mantra, I would personally like to wish all of you a very happy and more importantly, a safe Holi amid this pandemic. Mani Mantra is available on all leading platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. So make sure you drop us a follow on your favorite platform so that you never miss another episode.